I'm shook! Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Holly Shook podcast. My name is Ryan, and I am joined today. Last time we did a podcast, I forgot to introduce him, so I won't do that again. By Armin. Hi, Armin. How are you? I'm good, Rye. How are you? I miss you. Thank you so much for introducing me this time. Yeah, anytime, but not last time, apparently. Oh, well, though, to be fair, I said like two sentences and you like cut me off and you're like, well, are you even going to introduce me? And I was like, oh my God, can I have like, can I get a word in? Well, technically, it was like 50 seconds worth of speaking. I do edit these podcasts, Rye. Okay, well, I had a lot to say and. You were at the bottom of my priority list, reminding people your name. Um, but I'm back on my bullshit. We're here. Um, and we have a really special bonus episode today. We've done this a few times, and they're always really fun. Um, and it's a mailbag episode. <laughs> I love that new mailbag intro. Thanks. Uh, inspired so by Miley, I'm guessing? It is inspired by Miley Cyrus. Hannah Montana, season three. (laughs) Season three specifically. Yeah, I love the mailbags too, Rye. We always get amazing questions. And it's always just a little bit of a different take on celebrity than we are used to. Yeah. It's like more um, personal. Not like we don't get personal in like the real episodes, but I don't know. People ask. So how it works, I guess we'll explain. Um, We do have Patreon subscribers who we love and adore. And part of the perks, you can call it, of being a Patreon member is you can send us questions that you want us to ask on a a bonus episode such as this. So um, we have a few from our Patreon um, subscribers today. Shout out. If you guys are interested in Patreon, you can always sign up. It's never too late. Um, Armin will tell you the website that I definitely know what it is. You definitely know what it is. I definitely know what it is, but y'all may not know what it is, so now you know. Patreon.com backslash Holly Shook. Right, Rye? That's correct. You passed the test. <laughs> and uh, you can visit, find out what all the perks are. We do have different tiers. Uh, to send us a mailbag question, you have to be a Shook patron, and we're so, so appreciative of everyone who supports us uh, across the board. Even if you're just listening to the podcast, that's amazing, too. Uh, Even if you're poor and you listen for free, we still like you. Um, so let's dive right in. So we have three three amazing questions today. First is from our girl, Carrie. Hey, Carrie, how are you? Longtime supporter. Thank you so much, Carrie, for this question. And Carrie always has amazing questions. She always has really great questions. Um, Carrie's question today is which celebrities did you have a crush on growing up she says i was in love with joey mcintyre from new kids on the block and i still crush on joey lawrence hopefully you know who they are because it's been a hot minute since i was a teenager lol first off carrie you don't look a day over 14 so don't even freaking be hard on yourself and of course i know who joey mcintyre and joey lawrence are i'm gay also i feel like joey lawrence was everywhere In the 90s and 2000s. I actually told Carrie that when she sent us the question. I was like, Joey Lawrence was the hottest thing for a minute. And I don't know about you, but Horse Sense was one of my favorite movies as a kid. Oh my god, Horse Sense. The Lawrence Brothers, you guys, don't even. (laughs) Joey Lawrence was also on Celebrity Big Brother last season. He was not very good, but 
that was fun for him. Um, I don't know why, Rye, but I feel like we've talked about horse sense before. Have we? I feel like we have. Like, maybe not on this podcast, but for some reason I'm getting deja vu to us having a conversation about horse sense. Yeah, I wouldn't put it past us, honestly. It sounds like a stupid-ass conversation that we had once. Um, Can I tell a great story um, about another Lawrence Brothers movie called Jumping Ship? Jumping Ship, iconic. Which is famously the sequel to Horse Sense. So my neighbor... Yeah, it's a sequel. What? It's a sequel to Horse Sense. So we, we as kids, were obsessed with the Lawrence Brothers and Horse Sense. And when the sequel was coming out, we were very excited to see it. And if y'all don't know, these were Disney Channel movies. Yeah. So they would be released on Disney Channel. I had a neighbor who was convinced that Jumping Ship was coming out in theaters. Like, actually in the movie theaters. Mm-hmm. And his dad was equally as convinced. And we were on our way to the movie theaters when I was insisting that we at least just call. Because back in the day, you would call. Not, not every theater had a website back in the early 2000s. And I was like, we have to call and confirm that Jumping Ship is actually playing there. Because I don't think it's playing. Because it's on your t- television sets in our living room. <laughs> <laughs> and we called. And they're like, what? <laughs> so anyway, that's my, that's my Joey Channel. Lawrence story. Disney Channel original movie. It's literally on Disney Channel. The only one that was in theaters was High School Musical 3 senior year, um, which I loved. Um, I can't believe you know that. High School Musical 3 senior year? That it, it was the only Disney Channel original film to ever appear in theaters. Well, because they're all on TV. <laughs> well, you just settled that with Horse Sense. Well, I don't know. Maybe Horse Sense appeared in theaters for like a hot minute. I don't know. Just to get some Academy Award recognition. Exactly. Um it would have okay. won. It would have won. So that won. was our crushes. <laughs> no, um, how about you go first? Tell us your crush. Okay, off the bat, I'm thinking Topanga from Boy Meets World. These, I mean, fictional character here. I don't even know the actress who played Topanga. Danielle Fisher. Oh, Danielle Fisher. So I guess Danielle Fisher, who portrayed Topanga in Boy Meets World. Classic. And Kelly Kapowski. I know who played Kelly Kapowski. That is Tiffany Amber Thiessen. And what the heck is Kelly Kapowski? Saved by the Bell? Mm, never watched it. You didn't watch Saved by the Bell? Never seen a single episode. So my two biggest crushes were Kelly Kapowski and Topanga, which I feel like isn't too uncommon for like young boys in the 90s and early 2000s. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But for actual real people, not fictional characters, although they were real people. Uh, but, but you knew them as their characters. I knew them as the characters. Like most kids... Britney Spears. Okay. Beyonce. Okay. I, I had like a pop star crush phase. Well, because Britney Spears was like sexy schoolgirl. Exactly. Like in that, in, is that, oops, I did it again? Hit me baby one more time. Both? I don't know. I lost my gay card by not knowing. <laughs> um, those are like the most classic crushes for like a young straight boy in elementary school. I yeah. Feel. And at that time... In the late 90s and early 2000s when um, I'm in elementary school, like, what, third, fourth, fifth grade, going into middle school, they were the biggest things at the time. Yeah. Right? And I, like, kind of had, like, secret crushes on some adult actresses, like uh, Angelina Jolie, 
I was just going to say Angelina Jolie. Yeah, but they felt a little more out of range. I mean, all, all of them are out of range, right? But Britney Spears, when I was, you know, 10, 11 years old, was like 18 or something. Yeah, no, she was more, she wasn't like literally an old woman. Like Angelina Jolie seemed old. Um, so who did you okay, have a crush so, on? So mine are like kind of been going to be really confusing as such as my life. Um, so growing up, because I didn't know what gay was. I had crushes on girl celebrities um, because it was banned to be gay in the 90s. <laughs> um, okay, so who are mine? Mine, this is horrendous of me, but um, my for some reason, the first two I think of are Amanda Bynes from The Amanda Show. I had a crush on her because... I think I had a crush on her because she had her own show and I wanted my own show. <laughs> so I had a crush on her career. Um, it was a blend of crush and envy. It was definitely a crush on an MB. I remember being like, oh, she's so fun. And stuff like that. So I'm like, I have a crush on her. Um, and then my other first celebrity crush, who is a girl, this one's really out of left field. Um, Hayden Panettiere. Really? Yeah. Hayden Panettiere in the Disney Channel original movie, Tiger Cruise. I didn't watch that one. Nobody watched that because it was bad. <laughs> um, it's about... <laughs> It's, like, a sad one. Like, it's about 9-11. And, like, she... Li- or she... Hayden Panettiere is, like, a, a Navy daughter. Like, her dad's in the Navy. So she lives on a boat. She lives, like, on a Navy boat. And the story is she's on the Navy boat when 9-11 happens. So it's, like, the Navy... I don't know if the Navy was involved, but um, I assume they probably had to do something. Um how did I Just, miss this? Because it was really, like, why would you want to watch it? <laughs> it was, like, depressing. I mean, she was, like, in high school. I, I think it was, like, her in high school. So there's, like, other kids on the boat. And, like, so it's, like, that. And then, like, 9-11 happens. And they're all, like, oh, my God. Um, it's really random. It's I liked it. But I think because I, like, lived for the drama where I was, like, I lo- like I'm mature. <laughs> um, and it's, like, about how they're processing 9-11, but in the context of being the children of naval officers yeah that and also i think just like it showed i don't know like our generation was young when that happened so then it was like we were old enough at that point it was like middle school and so they were like it was a movie that was like this is what happened and like this is how you might have felt and i was like well i wasn't in the navy (laughs) um but yeah so i was watching mature content while you were watching horse sense (laughs) (laughs) hey you said you loved horse sense too I know, but I also liked the real ones. Did you watch The Color of Friendship? Doubt it. No, what's that? You didn't watch The Color of Friendship? It was nominated for an Emmy. It's about a white girl and a black girl who are friends, and it was, like, groundbreaking. Literally. I remember Luck of the Irish, Johnny Tsunami. Oh my God. Okay, well, you're ruining my crush. So, way to ruin it, but my actual, like, looking back on it now, I had a fat crush on Ryan Merriman who was the boy from Luck of the Irish and Smart House. And was he in the one with the mermaid where he tries to fuck a mermaid? I don't remember. Uh, great. He was hot to me. Um, but I didn't, I was just a confused little 10 year old. So I was like, why do I love the, like, why was Luck of the Irish my favorite movie? Because I had a crush on the main guy. Um, and Luck of the Irish was my favorite movie, but for different reasons, because I love basketball and basketball was an essential part of Luck of the Irish. True, true, true. I liked the story, too, for sure. Um, <laughs> I'm Irish. 
So I was like, this is me. And his name is Ryan. So I'm like, also me. But then I also had a crush on him. So I was confused. Um, <laughs> there are many layers to your interest in Luck of the Irish. I should unpack this not on a public podcast. Um, but yeah, so I had a crush on him. And then he randomly was in Pretty Little Liars when I watched that, which I only watched one season of. And he was on it. Um, and he still was pretty hot, actually. So good for me. Made good choices. It would uh, sort of inform your uh, future good choices and good taste, right? Yeah, because then High School Musical came out, and I obviously wanted to do bad things to Zac Efron, but I didn't know that. I thought I just liked his style. Uh, being gay is confusing, you guys. I'm like, no, he's cool. I just like want to be his friend. Meanwhile, I'm like Googling the shirtless scene of him where he's in the locker room. Googling that. <laughs> shirtless scene of Zac Efron. But just for the him. hair. Just for the style. Just for, I love his hair, guys. <laughs> and his hair looks... I wanted to copy his hair in that scene only. <laughs> you didn't want the shirt to distract from your analysis of his hair. Exactly. No, I was... You guys, it's fine, okay? It's a normal thing to Google, mom and dad. <laughs> um, anyway, so I have issues. Should we go on to our next question? Thanks, Carrie. Thank for, you, Carrie. That was fun. Yeah, sending me into a traumatic childhood, like, confusion. <laughs> I'm going to be, like, so in my head all day. <laughs> you sent me that question last night, and I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want to think back about that. Um, okay, any hoosers? Do you want to read the second one? I'll read the second one. Kind of in the same vein as the first one. From Wanda. And this question is, what is the first celebrity scandal you remember being obsessed with? So first off, shout out Wanda. Secondly, love this question. Cosmo and Wanda, what's up? Um, that is a good here. question. I, I literally don't know. You don't oh. know? Oh. <sighs> Okay, we're never doing mailbox again. These are stressful. <laughs> My credibility is going to be stripped from me. They're like, you do a celebrity podcast and you don't even have a favorite. Um, it's not favorites. First. Well, you go first. I, I feel like I have a few on the tip of my tongue. I just need to like get them out there. I know this is kind of cliche, but mm-hmm. O.J. Simpson, his, okay. his trial, he- the murder of Nicole Brown. <laughs> what did he do? <laughs> what about him? <laughs> um, that he was great at football. Oh, his football scores, yeah. All the scoring he did in football. Obsessed with that. Yeah. Uh, and Jean Benet Ramsey, actually. Although it's maybe that's not the right answer here because Jean Benet Ramsey was not a celebrity. Yeah. But became her, one because of the circumstances of her death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would, yeah, I would say her death was a celebrity. That doesn't make sense. But like, that's a weird one. It, yeah, because her, she murdered become famous but the people who get murdered weren't famous right so does this count so maybe it would i it would have to be actually the oj simpson scandal okay which is still a murder but he was famous but he was famous exactly before the scandal itself i guess john benet ramsey was well known in the pageant circuit but nowhere near like a, a national name and then she goes missing is found, um, I think, less than 24 hours later, right? Yeah. Or pretty soon after. I forget the exact details. And she's found dead in her own home. And so the sort of salacious details uh, mm-hmm. lead this to become like a huge national story. But she wasn't already a celebrity. We'll take it, though. Wanda, 
Juan, did you take that? <laughs> Are you listening? Can you answer I, now? We call her. She's like, how do you have my number? <laughs> um, there's a blurred line because I am obsessed with murders and I remember being obsessed with murders from a young age. You guys, <laughs> what was wrong with me? Um, <laughs> as a baby. Um, and I don't know. I celebritize like murder people. Like murderers, murderees. Um, I look at them as, as celebrities, kind of. Um, what was the one I was obsessed with? This is now a true crime podcast. Um, the one that I was obsessed with was, um, fuck, it happened in the Bay Area, where I'm from. Um, it was a hot, the husband was hot and he killed his pregnant oh, wife. Oh, yeah. Uh, this is Scott Pe- Peterson. Lacey Peterson, yeah. yeah. I was obsessed with that. Um, but was that the first one you became obsessed with? Because that happened, I want to say, when we were in middle school. That was middle school. That was yeah. middle school. Um, oh, that was a huge national story. But again, these were regular every, everyday people yeah. who then became embroiled in a national scandal because of the specific circumstances of uh, these heinous crimes, basically. Yeah. Which I've said this before on our podcast. Um I am obsessed with that idea, the idea of, like, someone who isn't famous becoming famous. Um, Like, something about that just, like, intrigues me. Because I'm, like, they were, like, I didn't, like, no one knew who they were, and now everyone knows who they are. Um, And you know what that is, right? You know what that is? That is going from ordinary to infamous. Yeah. But what we are talking about here is going from ordinary to famous to infamous. Yeah. Although sometimes the scandals we cover, the celebrity isn't always uh, the person who is like committing some sort of salacious act. Yeah. Like another, like an example of that that I was just thinking is like Rachel Dolezal or whatever. The Mm -hmm. girl who said she was black and she was not. (laughs) Um, Right. Love that for her. Um, But how about a true. I know. Okay. I'm trying to. I'm trying to stall so you don't make me answer the real question. I'll give you one more answer because this may actually be the real answer for me, at least in the, you know, non-true crime space of celebrity scandal. It's the Brad Pitt, Angelina Jolie, Jennifer Aniston triangle. I was going to say that. Um, I was going to say that. Don't laugh at me. <laughs> you're like, yeah, right. You're gonna say that. No, I was gonna say that, but I wasn't obsessed with it. But for some, like, that's the first one I remember being like, holy shit, this is like a huge deal that everyone's talking about. You know, I was really drawn to that scandal for multiple reasons. One, I watched Friends at the time, mm. so no Jennifer Aniston through that, right? And you feel like you have a connection with the actress, even though you really just know her as this character, Rachel Green, on Friends. Yeah, but you're like, Rachel, you fucking homewrecker. Well, no, not Rachel. She's not the homewrecker in this case. Was Angelina. Oh, my God, yeah. (laughs) I'm learning learning a lot right now. (laughs) You're just learning and learning about yourself and celebrity scandal. And celebrities. Uh, Um, But there was that element to it, and obviously Brad Pitt and all the people in that scandal were some of the biggest names in, in Hollywood, and... I was I loved Ocean's Eleven. Yeah. One of my favorite movies as a kid, still to this day, to be honest. Uh, Angelina good- Jolie, like I said, crush on her growing up. Yeah. So you have all these people 
that I already had an interest in, even though at that age, I'm not totally invested in Celebrity Scandal, right? So yeah. so there was that, the fact that I knew all the characters involved. But secondly, was, true. was the fact that everybody around me also became so heavily invested in this scandal, even to the point of taking teams. If you remember, there was the whole Team Aniston, Team Angelina mm-hmm. divide. And Brad, because it was like, fuck you, Brad. Right, everyone's like, fuck you, Brad, but people were taking sides, Team Aniston, Team Jolie, people were making shirts. Oh my god. Declaring which side they were on in this whole debate, and I remember my mom was like, I'm on this side, and a lot of adults I knew were like so into it, and they were laying out their reasons for why they liked one or the other, like some people were saying, well... Jennifer and Brad were married and Angelina is a homewrecker. Other people were saying, well, Angelina Jolie's a great person. She's a UN ambassador. People laid out some crazy, crazy, crazy arguments, I, I remember. That must have been so hard for them. Like, have everyone just, like, taking sides on your relationship and they're just like, we want to live a simple life. But obviously you can't do that when you're super famous. And think about the intensity of that scandal and its staying power. You still see them on the cover of tabloids to this day, 15 years later. That that story still sells. You'll see a tabloid cover saying, uh, Brad Pitt and, and uh, Jennifer Aniston secretly meet up. It's like, it wasn't secret. They obviously, you saw them. So they're not trying to hide it. I feel like, and I feel like we've talked about this before. We hold on to like celebrity stories so much longer than they do. Like, I feel like they were like, okay, we're broken up and we're over it. And it's like 15 years later, we're still like, but you guys, like, you're probably still really mad, Jennifer. And she's like, what? She's like, fully moved on. Well, but people sometimes want to see, for example, in this case, Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston get back together. Yeah. And you still have people shipping that relationship. I know, but it's like, move on, people, says me, who runs a celebrity scandal podcast (laughs) and lets nothing die. But, like, I don't know. I'm like, that would be a pretty freaking good story if they end up back together. Wouldn't it? It would be pretty freaking good. I mean, the door is open now that Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie are getting divorced. I mean, the divorce isn't finalized yet. That's, like, one of the latest uh, updates to this scandal. I mean, it's still updating, basically, to this day, if you think about it. Uh, But I remember that one was a big one for me as well, in addition to my interest in... uh, in what happened with with the OJ trial. Because, I mean, the OJ trial is just so fascinating. So There's so many layers to it because there's the political element, the cultural element. Murder, um, which is always a fun element. But for me, I mean, I was really drawn to the, politi- the political aspect to it. Of course you were. So <laughs> it, that was something different. I remember I'd get up people's opinions on it all the time. Of Weren't course. you like eight years old when this happened? When the OJ Simpson trial happened? Yeah. No, I mean, we were both two. Oh, we were babies? We were babies, but when I was old enough to care about shit, I learned (laughs) about it, and I did a whole internet deep dive. Oh. Yeah. I'm imagining, like, baby Armin, like, asking about it in real time. (laughs) Watching the trial on TV, and he's like, so, what do you think about the political socioeconomical effects? (laughs) I don't know, I just feel like that was you as a kid. That was me, two years old. Two-year-old with the ability to speak. I can't even say that word yet. I'm like fully a grown adult. You can't say socioeconomic? 
Did you just hear me try to say it? <laughs> I was like, so socking him. I don't know when you're doing things for a bit and when you're not. Well, that was fully me trying to say the word. Um, have you have okay. you answered this question yet? I tried so hard to stall what? for you. Moving on. <laughs> Moving um, on. Third question. The third question yeah. is so you, though, so maybe we need to move on. Yeah. Um, thank you so much, Wanda. I'm sorry that I kind of beat around the bush. I don't know. We got on the top of, of murder, and I can go on for days with murder. So maybe next time someone asks, what's your favorite murder? Hint, hint. You did do the first ever um, murder-oriented celebrity scandal uh, podcast for us. Oh, I did. Natalie Wood. Rest in power, honey. Um, okay, so next and ne- last but not least... So we have Steve. Hey, Steve. What's up? I feel like I've been asking them questions. I've been asking them how they are, and I expect the answer. It's it's all rhetorical when we're talking to the mailbag question inputters. How, how, how would you say that? Question inputters, yeah. Question inputters. But just so everyone, so our question inputters know, <laughs> I'm genuinely, I'm asking genuinely. So I'm asking Steve, how are you, Steve? Let us know how, how you are. You don't have to let us know, but I hope that when you listen to this, you think to yourself, how am I? And then you can kind of reflect. Um, You're welcome. This is a therapy podcast now, too. Um, We're the ones that are going to need therapy after this podcast. Honey, I've already called my therapist that I don't have. I just bought, I bought a therapist today because of this. (laughs) You bought one. You purchased one. Healthcare works. Um, Amazon.com. I'd like to purchase a therapist, please. Uh, I'd like to use my prime shipping on that too. One eight hundred therapy. Um, hey. <laughs> um, okay, so freaking back to Steve. Sorry, Steve. Um, he's mad at us now. <laughs> um, Steve asks the always topical question: Who would be the dream bay for Miley Cyrus? Love that slang. Do you want Miley to get back with Liam slash think she will get back with Liam? Well, we all know my answer to this. What is your answer to this? Let's say it together on three. One, two, three. Miley and Liam are meant to be. (laughs) Good job, guys. (laughs) We were all in unison on that one. Everyone at home screaming into the void. So I feel like you Um, answered one of three there, which is, do you want Miley to get back with Liam? And you do. I want my to get back with Liam, but this is complicated. Okay, so freaking pump the brakes, Armin. You're like, you only answered him. one. I'm like, I freaking haven't had time. <laughs> um, <laughs> so it's like what I didn't introduce you after two seconds, and you're like, well, I might as well just not even do it today. I have uh, you on a shot clock, and the shot clock is two seconds. What's Go. a shot clock? <laughs> um, okay, so do I want my and Liam to get back together? Yes, obviously. Do I want... Now I'm adding my own questions. Do I want them to get back together right now? No. Um, I think that they need their time apart. Um, I'm living for Miley right now. As everyone knows, I am famously the world's biggest smiler. Um, Since day one, I have been a Miley stan. Before stans were even a thing. Um, I love Miley. Just, you guys, I love her. And... She's doing so amazing right now. Well, she was in the hospital, so she wasn't doing amazing. But um, I obviously follow her Instagram stories. She, She's on this journey. She's been on a journey since we met her um, on Hannah Montana. and Presumably right now, on a journey beforehand. 
She didn't start her journey until Hannah Montana. Her life started at Hannah Montana. (laughs) Um, And freaking, she is exploring her sexuality. She's exploring her fluidity. She's exploring her ability to do things on her own regard without judgment from others. She doesn't give a shit or a fuck right now. And I live for it. Um, Or a damn. She doesn't give a damn either. I forgot to say that. Um, a shit or a fuck or a damn. And she is living. She's thriving. She's dating. Okay, now I'm just doing a rundown of Miley Cyrus. But um, <laughs> she's dating Cody Simpson. Okay, this goes back to who would be the dream bae for Miley Cyrus. I don't think Cody Simpson and her are going to like be together forever. But I'm loving them right now. Um, Cody Simpson famously is famous for some reason and yeah wait 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 wait, wait. okay i'm gonna go from pumping the brakes to backing it up for a second okay cody simpson is famously famous for some reason what does that mean so he's famously known as a famous person um but nobody really knows why well he is a singer um i did like one of his songs in high school called surfboard it's actually pretty good. I'm going to listen to it after this podcast. Um, but I've never really heard of him since then until he started dating Miley Cyrus. I have never so, heard of him. You've never heard of him? No, um, I well, only heard of him when the news came out that Miley and Caitlin Carter broke up and then she started dating Cody Simpson. That, that's the first time I heard of him. Okay, so I'm, but that's what I'm saying. He's famously famous for some reason because he's like, people don't really know him, but like some people do. So, He's Australian, which is so hot. And um, so is Liam. She just has a thing for uh, Australians. For those Aussies, the Kiwis. Um, I don't know if that's Australian, but um, so he like is a singer and stuff. And then um, I feel like 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 girls liked him in like high school um, when he was a baby. He was kind of like he was kind of like. Um, is he like an off-brand Justin Bieber? Yes, he was, like, the next Justin Bieber, but then, like, never really okay. was. Um, I was, like, trying to think of a way to phrase that. Off-brand, he was, like, a bootleg Justin Bieber. And, yeah, he just, like, never really took off, but he had, like, a moment of, like, fame. And then he still, like, makes music and stuff. He might be more famous in Australia. I don't know. Um, We're not an Australian uh, celebrity scandal podcast. I'm not, a, I'm not a historian of Australia, y'all. I don't know what they do over there. Although I did make an Australian friend recently, and I asked the first thing I asked him is if the toilets actually flush the opposite way, and he said, "Yeah." <laughs> so, love that for me. Um, he was like, "I hate you." Um, he's on my kickball team. <laughs> he also called his mom after a kickball game, and um, was like, "Oh, I'm playing kickball," and his mom was like, "What's that?" And she's like, "It's like um, baseball, but you kick it with your feet." And her response was, that sounds like the most American shit I've ever heard. And I was like, honestly, where's the lie? Anyway, so Dream Bay, not short. Well, Dream Bay, Dream Bay is Liam. Oh, Dream Bay she, is Liam. Also, Steve, you shoved in like five questions here. Okay, that's cheating. Um, well, I think Steve clearly knows your proclivities. I don't know what proclivities means. Your um, interests. My interests. Okay, just use the word interest next time, Armin. <laughs> Two-year-old Armin strikes again. <laughs> Um, okay. We have been talking about Miley for five or six straight podcasts now, at least on the bonus side of things. 
yeah, we all we've been covering this story like it's nobody's business but ours. <laughs> um, and it is nobody's business, you guys. She can do whatever she freaking wants. Do I think she'll get back with Liam? Hopefully. Do I think she actually will? Probably not. But in my head, I'm gonna hope that she does. And that's that on that. What it, do you think? It, the Dream Bay question is hard because. Man, where do you even go with that? That the pool is the world, right? It could maybe be a non-celebrity. In fact, that's where I think she should go, is a non-celebrity. So somebody we don't know. Oh. It seems to me, right? Right? Because it seems to me that some of the longest lasting celebrity relationships are ones uh, in which one is a celebrity and the other is not, but the other one becomes well-known because they're in a relationship with a celebrity. Yeah, Miranda Lambert's hot cop, hot cop boyfriend. Hot cop boyfriend, right? Right. Whereas it could get complicated when both people in the relationship have tons and tons of fame um, for a variety of reasons, right? So in the case of, I guess you could say, an ordinary person and a celebrity... It feels like there could be less complications, although other possible complications could arise, right? Like a non-famous person suddenly being swept up into the tabloids and not being used to it and being unable to cope with that amount of attention. Yeah. I I guess there's always pros and cons to everything, but has Miley ever really done that? Been in a a, a relationship with a non-celebrity? Not really. I mean, Caitlin Carter was like B-list. Um, but she was in a relationship with uh, Brody Jenner. B-list. Right. So, but she was used to a little bit of fame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, she definitely wasn't like an ordinary. Um, but I don't know. I'm kind of like on board for that. Also, that means I could date her, maybe. There you go. Um, oh, although, are you ordinary, right? I mean, you have been in touch with Broadway and Tony for potentially taking your show to Broadway and being nominated for it, Tony. I have actually, yeah, and we're still in the process for that. Um, can't talk about it right now. But I guess if that does take off, then I won't be ordinary anymore. Won't be ordinary. Anymore. I will be on Broadway. And but are you ordinary now, Rye? I would call you extraordinary. I would say extraordinary, um, <laughs> which is also extraordinary. Um, but but also, you're not extraordinary. You're just extraordinary. Okay, but extraordinary is like an insult. <laughs> You're, like, not just ordinary, you're, like, really ordinary. You're, like, really, really ordinary, right? Like, boring ordinary. <laughs> um, which reminds me of one of my favorite lines from one of my favorite... My favorite movie, American Beauty. She says, there's nothing worse than being ordinary. And that just sums it up, doesn't it? That movie's canceled, <laughs> though. I know, but that movie is canceled. <laughs> um... Okay, did you answer all the questions? Did you answer all of Steve's 30 questions? Okay, well, I answered one, so I have 29 to go. Uh, No, really quickly, do I want her to get back with Liam? Uh, Yes, if that's what she wants. Um, Good answer. And do I think she will get back with Liam? I'm I'm kind of on board with your answer, which is like, probably not, but there is still an outside shot at it. And if it does happen again, it could be like a decade down the line. Yeah. Where she's had her own time, like you said, to mature and like live her own life and, you know, do the things that she hasn't really been able to do, um, being with Liam basically, what, the last nine years? Um, At least. Like on and off, but still. I also feel like if they get back together again, people are going to like roll their eyes, but 
You know what? Fucking let her do what she wants. Like, that's all she freaking wants. Oh, God. I love her. Um, <laughs> How many times did you say you love Miley Cyrus on this podcast? Not enough. This is the Miley Cyrus only podcast now. Um, oh my gosh. Well, how amazing were these questions? Which was your favorite question? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, don't put me on the spot like that. They were all equally amazing. They were all so amazing. Um, started off with a existential crisis, mm. went into um, shame and embarrassment, and then finished it up with just true standage. Standage for the Miley. A big high. I like that for you, though. It was a journey. I've been on a journey this morning, honey. A real roller coaster ride. Yeah. Although you're kind of like ending the podcast at like the peak point of the roller coaster. So I don't know how you're going to get off, but we're going to have to get off. Well, and the listeners just ride this high through the fucking day. Um, Keep it going all week. Um, Thank you guys so much for listening, first and foremost. Thank you guys to Carrie, Wanda, and Steven. Um, for submitting some, for being question inputters, as we call them. <laughs> and if you guys want to be able to ask us questions and send us into a spiral like we did today, um, you can go on to hollyshook.com slash Patreon. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Patreon.com backslash hollyshook, right? Yeah. And if you don't want to be a Shook patron, uh, you can, uh, and, and submit questions, you, at the very least, be a shaken patron. Yeah. Just get a little Shook. Not fully if shook. You're not, if you're not super poor, but you're still a little bit poor, then you can still do Patreon, just not as big. Not as big. Just $2 a month, and you could support us and get access to the bonus podcasts. Yeah, we do so many bonus podcasts, and they're so fun um, and usually pretty chaotic, which is our favorite energy to produce. Just like this. Just like this. Oh, my God. Um, well, thank you guys so much again for listening. My name is Ryan, and I'm here with Armin, as always. I don't know why I'm doing outro, but... We'll talk to you later. Bye.